Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that he has done within me. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Why don't you bless the Lord one more time? Why don't you lift your voice one more time and shout with a voice of triumph. God has given you the victory. God is here to give you the victory. Our God is awesome. Our God is mighty. Our God is all powerful. Oh, give him some love. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands, all ye people, and shout with a voice of triumph and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times and all that is within me. Hallelujah. Our God is a good God. Thank you, Lord, for showing up. I know, Lord, you will show some people the way today. And I pray, Lord, that you will plug me in, Lord. Lord, hide me behind the cross. Turn up the amplifiers of heaven, Lord, that I may speak your word and your word only, Lord Jesus. Help your people to receive your word, Lord Jesus, Lord. For faith cometh by hearing, Lord, and hearing your word, Lord. Your word is eternal, Lord. And we are here, Lord, because your word, oh God, Lord, has created us, Lord. Your word has revived us. Your word has given us life and we give thanks unto you Jesus in your mighty name Jesus I love you Lord and I bless your name Jesus I love you he's worthy he's worthy hallelujah you may be seated this morning hallelujah hallelujah turn to the person next to you and give him a high five or a low five and tell him, I'm ready to get out of here. Are you ready to get it? You can get it if you really want. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles there, I'll go straight into the preaching here this morning. Revelation 22, verse 13, verse 12 and 13. Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. In Romans 14 and 11, as I live it, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess to God. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess. To God. We like that verse. We love that verse. We wrap ourselves around that verse because we know that one day we shall bow and we shall confess that our God, that there is only one God. You know, if you believe that there is one God, you know, you, you, do, better than, you, you do, do better than anyone else because the devil believed that there is only one God. Amen. And there is one faith. And so, then, every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Well, it's this time of the year. 
Well, it was in June, July 1. Everybody was looking forward to July 1. Amen. Amen. Tax time. <laughs> Don't we love July 1? Yes. It's when we get our tax summary. We give it to the tax man. Get some money out of it. Or we lose some money or we have to pay back the tax. But everybody looks forward to July 1. Working people. Today, it all started back in Rome, in the Mediterranean world, when the, the Romans levied taxes in Rome back in the day. It was all started back then. Rome sent out a decree that everybody needed to go back to where they came from. Those that were living in Philistine, they had to go back to their country. And we found that, we find that Jesus, not Jesus, Mary and Joseph, they had to go back to that town because they were going to go back to pay their taxes and they had this census going on there and they, they needed to go return back to Bethlehem. And the decree, Caesar, Caesar was the one that made this decree. Thank God for Caesar. I must have been a really... Um, mathematician, huh? Wanted to get all the taxes and all the census and all of these things right. You know, we have a system today. Thank God for tax. Amen. Tax return. <laughs> Everybody loves tax return, huh? So in the process of this, the Roman Empire delegated or appointed people and they were called these people were called publicans they didn't look after the pub they were just publicans they were the people that were they were the people that collected these money from the people so everybody in that time didn't like the publicans because they were taking money from people and Taking all this money and make, giving Rome, you know, maybe quarter and keeping the other bit in their pocket. And so these publicans were getting so rich and taking from the poor. And, you know, nobody in those days liked the publicans. And, you know, they, they labeled these publicans as um, They gave them labels and called them pagans and they gave them all these types of names and nobody liked the publicans you know, because they were working for Rome and back then Rome was the superpower. It was a very powerful nation and whoever was working for the Roman Empire, nobody liked them. So we find that through taxes, there was this one guy, his name was Matthew. Any Matthew in the house? No Matthews? Matthew. So Jesus found Matthew, who was sitting there collecting taxes, and Jesus said to him, follow me. And, Jesus, and all of a sudden, Matthew said, I'm going to follow this Jesus. Don't know what he has in store for me, but I'm going to follow him. 
Matthew was blessed because he was given a couple of chapters in the Bible. So part of that calling, his name was in the Bible. Praise the Lord. So it's that time of the year when the spiritual accountant comes and checks our account. I went to the back bank a couple of years ago, and they gave me options of different account. Uh, account. So went there, and the, the, I made an appointment with the, the, the bank, and the lady told me that you can have this account here, the check account. And I said, sure, I haven't heard of the check because... I grew up only knowing one account, savings. I said, you can have check. You know, the Bible says that we have to check ourselves, examine ourselves. It says that, the Bible says that, let every man examine himself. Check your account and see if there be any, pastor said, any hardness in your heart. That your heart may be free. Who can understand? The summer says, who can understand his errors? But the summer says, who can understand his secret faults? Summer also says to, you know, check the account and you can create a, a clean account again by creating you a clean heart and renewing a right spirit. We didn't that account this morning. And so as we talked with the lady behind the, the bank, he said, she said to me, there's another account that you can have with God. Not, not with God. You can have with us. I'm, I'm with NAB. NAB's all right. You might have Combank or any bank, their bank. So they said, you can have this account too as well. You can have joint you know, thank God that we, um, we have a joint account with God. Did anybody know that? The Bible says that we are joint heirs with him. So that makes um, me kind of happy because I have an account, a joint account. The Bible says that if children then heirs and heirs of God... And joint hairs with Christ, so then we suffer with him that we may be glory, also glorified together. And the Bible also says that we are jointly fit together. Amen. We are one body. We are one spirit. Amen. And everyone supply it. I was going to say, Pastor, you need to stop preaching because you're taking my message. But that's okay. Every joint supplier, everyone has a job to do. Supplying to every believer that comes into our sanctuary. That's why we have a joint account because we are joint workers together with Christ. Because there is one body and there is one spirit. Even ye are called in one hope of your calling. And there is one Lord. And there is one faith, and there is one baptism, and one God and Father of all, 
who is above all and through you all and in you all. Thank God that we have a joint account with God. Check your account this morning. Hallelujah. This is the best part of my preaching. He is called a savings account. Everybody likes savings, spending from savings, yeah? Have you ever heard the saying, let's save it for a rainy day? Yeah? There was this boy, or there was this guy, he was saving five and two, brother Andrew. He had five loaves and two fishes. He saved it for that, a right time when nobody else had anything on the mountain. And there was multitudes of people around the mountain, and he only had five and two. But it fed all the multitude. You know, the Bible says, lay up no treasures upon the earth where rust, moth rust, and thieves break through. I'm telling you, don't save any money because it will, heaven will come soon and you lose all that money. What are you saving here on earth? I know my friends, they're saving for a luxury ride over to the Pacific. We don't have the Bahamas over here, we have the Pacific. So they want to go over to the Pacific. They're saving up for a luxury boat ride. Maybe some of us are saving up for an iPad like Pastor God. One of those flashy ones. Look there. No one else has one here. So we can, somebody, somebody may be saving up for an iPhone. You know, we're saving up. They, they, they're things that have no value. They're just temporal things. There's this one soldier. He had um, a lot of people that were serving him. And he was living, I think he was living quite all right. And one time he had a need in his life and he came to Jesus that day and he asked Jesus, I want you to come to my home. I, I mean, I don't want you to come to my home. Because I am a man under authority. But I want you to just speak the word to me. And I'll believe my servant at home will be healed. That man was saving up. You know, he probably was living the right life. Leading his troop. Walking with the right heart. And so when the time of need came, he went to the ATM and pulled out at Jesus and said, Jesus, do you have anything for me? And Jesus said, man, I never seen so much faith. Never seen so much faith in Israel. What can fill your account? Faithfulness. Yeah? What about vacuuming the church? Can that fill my account? It's the little things. What about discipleship? Filling our accounts. We're getting full here every day, Pastor. Every Sunday. I'm having a banquet in the morning. The stuff that you're giving me. 
Woo. Spiritually, my tank is almost full. Does heaven have a currency? Does heaven have a currency? So in getting money, we need to put money into our account, right? We have, some of us have to work. So does heaven have a currency? I believe heaven's currency is faith. Because he says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of the things seen. But without faith, you have no currency. You have nothing that will attract God to your knee. You're just running on empty tank. You need faith. You need now faith. You don't need yesterday's faith. You don't need this morning's faith. You need faith right now. Faith will fill your bank account. Faithfulness is God's currency. If you have faith with God, we can withdraw from God at any time when we are in need. When I am in need, O oh Lord, nobody cares. For only thou, O oh Lord, my burden bear. Sometimes we need to be patient for that account to be filled. How many of you are like me when, I, when you put in your tax and you stand there? Okay, it's nearly 14 days now. We all know that 14 days you get your tax back. You're sitting there and you check your account. No, it's not in today. Put it away. Maybe it will be in 5 o'clock. So you check again, 5 o'clock. Oh, no, it's not in. Maybe tomorrow. We need to be patient and, you know, just allow the Lord to... He knows our need. He knows what we really require. You know, payday is coming. We just got to hang in there. And, you know, he says that blessed are the poor in spirit. You know, it doesn't matter if you, don't, you didn't get paid today. You got any food in your fridge? You got any shoes on your feet? You got a good pillow to lay your head? A nice bed? We are blessed. We are blessed people. But blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You got to hunger what pastor said this morning. You got to hunger for the things of God if you want your payday. Amen. Seek God. We find that God shall supply all our needs. All our needs or your needs. According to his. According to his. Riches. Our God. You know he owns the cattle of the field. We won't go hungry. He'll pull out some T-bone somewhere and feed you. Our God's not bankrupt. He's not bankrupt. One day we'll be walking on streets of gold. That shows how much our God 
is rich in mercy, in grace, in favor. You know, David said, well, I was young and now I am old. I've never seen the Lord forsaken me. God always turns up on payday. When my tank is running low, it turns up. Growing up, listening to Jimmy Swaggart, I remember his song, Never Failed Me Yet. Jesus' love has never failed. He's never failed me. His love never failed me. This one thing I know that wherever I may go, Jesus' love never fails. He never fails me. He shows up. And there's this other account here I might talk about. It's one of those accounts that you might want to save up when you're older and you can travel the world or travel Australia. Nab told me it's an eye saver. So we got iPhone, iBook, iPad. I... So this one is an eye saver. You can save money in there for your retirement. All you young people that are working have an have a vision, have a goal, and put that money away for when you're old so you can look after yourself. What are we saving up for when we come to church? A question if I can ask you this morning. What are we saving up for? You know, the Bible says that there are yet four months and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the field. For they are white and ready for harvest. We have a world out there that's ready for harvest. What are we saving up? Young people, you can be missionaries. You can be pastors. You can be preachers. Don't save up to be a rap artist. Don't save up to be in the NRL or the NBA. Don't save up for that, man. Save up for something that's eternal. Look on the field and they are white and ready for harvest. The Bible says that I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. We don't know how many days we have left. We don't know how strong we will get. But we must do the work of him that sent us. Pastor challenged us this morning to be disciples, be in discipleship. Encourage us. We got a work to do. There's a race to be run. There's victory to be won. Give us power, Lord, every hour to do your will. Keep us true, Lord. Keep us true to do your will. We must work the works of him that sent us. Where are your eyes this morning? Lift up your eyes and look on the field. There's souls out there that are crying. There are men out there that are dying 
Who will go out to save them? Pastor said that me, Brother Stan, and him can't save Ken's. We need every one of us. We join together. We are family. You're my brother. You're my sister. We're here together. Hallelujah. We're here. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Do you want to win more people for God? Time is running out. Time is ticking away. There's a race to be won. Lay not up treasures upon the earth where moth and rust do corrupt. Where thieves break in and steal. You know this, this thing they call the reserve bank? I don't know much about reserve bank. But I know reserve because I used to play reserve. There's a spiritual reserve reservoir for us. The Reserve Bank's purpose is the currency that is held by a lending institute or a central bank for purpose of protecting against significant withdrawals or other adverse actions. A central bank will require minimum reverse before allowing banks to borrow from its holders. This is from the Reserve Bank of Australia. And we find, you know, when you drive, when you have a Toyota, you have a thing called a dual tank, you have the main tank, and you have the extra tank. So this, this reserve tank is like that extra tank. You know, sometimes we come in and God, you know, as Pastor says, we get drained. The road is long. But our Savior is still strong. He helps us along the way. Thank God that, you know, he, he invites us to cast our cares upon him. And he cares for us. So we can go to that bank, you know, cast all our needs into that bank. And it will stay there until time for withdrawal. Sometimes we are heavy laden, you know, and we, we labor. But thank God that he gives us a, a yoke that is easy and meek and lowly in heart, and he gives us rest to our soul. I want to talk about this another um, part of the reserve bank in Malachi 3.10. Malachi 3.10 says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Bring all your tithes into the reserve bank, if you like. So what? That there may be meat in my house. But the next verse, he says, prove me. Now, I read this scripture when I was a young boy. And he says to me, prove me. So when everybody else was going down to conference, I was the only one here because I left the island late. I had to wait for the last boat. I was working in the shipping company, so I had to wait for the last boat to come to give all the Christmas presents to all the kids 
and all the food up in the island, and I left the island to come down for Christmas here. And when I came down for Christmas here, there was no, nobody here in Cairns. Everybody left for conference. You know that con- conference feeling? When it gets close, you're like, yes. I'm, I'm just on low here. I'm just on empty. I'm going to go down and get filled up. And so I was, uh, I was on the island, and I was like, man, I'll be here like two weeks by myself here. Everybody be having, you know, Holy Ghost party up in conference there, and I'll be here in dry old cans. So I said, oh. I read this scripture one night here, Malachi 3.10, and this particular verse here says, prove me. And I said, well, Lord, you said prove you. So I woke up, and I said, I, I just prayed, Lord. All of my family are in conference, and I'm left here. I've kind of been spoiled, you know, a spoiled kid. So I was being spoiled to my daddy upstairs there. I said, Dad, everybody's going. My brother, my sister, and I'm the only one here. Can you help me out? That's all I said. And I left the prayer on the prayer table. I emailed it, sent it away. Four o'clock the next morning, my brother Peter West. Anybody know Peter West? He rang me up. Four o'clock in the morning. He was, he was with Pastor Stan Harvey at the time. So he must have been in tune because he was with the Harveys, all right? He woke up four o'clock in the morning. He said, Kenny! Phone going on. He said, four o'clock, Peter, what do you want? He said, God just spoke to me. Yeah, I'm asleep. Like, what, Peter? Yeah, he said, God told me that you're coming down to conference. Peter, can you ring me back 6 o'clock? This is 4 o'clock here. I'll be awake at 6. So 6 o'clock, Peter rings me again. Kenny, did you book your FS? I'm like, Peter, is it a dream? Or are you telling me the dream? He said, yeah, God spoke to me and told me that you're coming down to conference and the guest speaker at the conference was David Bernard. Anybody know David Bernard? He's Dr. David. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to see David Bernard. But I proved the scriptures. And I proved God that if you have something in your tank, if you have any spiritual money in your tank, and when you are in need, you go to the teller and you say, I need to withdraw some of that, that's, that, that prayer of mine that I've been praying for like 12 months. Do you have any money there? Does anybody pray? Do you pray for nothing? Do you give your tithes for nothing? Hey, there's a spiritual account up there, you know. You're getting filled, but you can't see it because, you know, it's not, it's not for our natural eyes to see. But it's there. It's a, it's a reserve bank. It's there for us. It's there for us to take any time we want. I believe that with all my heart that God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. And that we are serving a God with absolutely limitless power. I believe that there is no disease that God cannot heal. 
There is no loss that he cannot recover. There is no soul that he cannot save. There is no sin that he cannot forgive. No heartache that he cannot be bearable. There is no family that he cannot put together. There is nothing too hard for our God to do. The word came to Jeremiah and Jeremiah says, Is there anything hard for the Lord? Is there anything hard for you this morning? I look at the book and the book says, Greater is he that is in who? Me. me. Only me. What about you? Greater is he that is in than he that is in the? That means there's nobody like our God. He has no enemy that can prosper against him. He has no weapon that is formed against him, that can stand against him. My God, your God never fails. He cannot fail. We can trust in him. Living for God is the only way that pays off everything. It's the right choice. Turn to the person next to you and tell him it's the right choice. It's the smart choice. It's the only choice. Your dearest companion may fail you. Or your family may fail you. Your friends may fail you. But God cannot fail you. If you lean on him and you trust him, he will never fail you. My God never fails me yet. Just one thing that I know he never fails. I know we make mistakes and that's all right. We'll figure it out. God can figure it out. Living for God is the only thing that pays off. You can let go of life and turn to Him. If you commit to Him, into His hand, God never makes a mistake by choosing you. You don't have to figure it out to why God chose you here right now, to be in here, to hear me, to hear God. It's no mistake. You don't have to force it. You don't have to. Tr- it's not a mistake. Why don't we rise this morning? Praise the Lord. We can take comfort in the fact that God cannot fail. God will never leave us. God will never fail us. Your God can never fail. Cannot fail. If that is not enough Jesus made it abundantly clear all power everybody say all power power. not some power but all power not part of the power but all power not a little bit of the power but all power in my language we will say kemer kemer in brother Didi's language we will say mura power All power. If you're hungry or you're hurting or you're searching, God is your answer this morning. There is nothing he can do. Praise you, Lord. I'm getting ready. My account's nearly empty. I'm getting ready for an overflow. I'm running dry. I'm lifting my hands to the sky. Lord, let it rain upon me, God. 
I need your blessing, Lord. I need you, Lord. I'm getting ready. Everybody say, I'm getting ready. Are you ready for the overflow? Are you ready to get your blessing this morning? It's real easy. Somebody just have to prof- somebody has to just have to declare it. Just got to prophesy over just like me when I was praying. Lord, I need to be where my family is. I don't know why I was prophesying. I just said, Lord, I need to be there. If you're struggling with something, you just got to tell that devil or tell that problem. I prophesy over you today. I prophesy over my sickness today. I prophesy over my weakness today. I'm prophesying over the things that I'm struggling with today. That I'm stepping out. Anybody want to step out of their problems this morning? There may be some people here with some financial difficulties. We read that my God, your God shall supply all. He will only supply me. Oh, thank you, Lord. Supply me with all my needs. He supplies all of us. I'm getting ready for an overflow. Are you getting ready for an overflow? You just have to speak it. And now word, and now word, and now word. You know what a now word is? Lord, I believe you. I can receive it. You know, the Bible says, seek. He that seeketh shall. He that knocketh shall be. I know there are some people here. They're just living off the fumes. But the tank is empty. Check your spiritual account this morning. What are you saving for? Are you saving it for? What are you ready for? Say it again. What are you ready for? I'm ready for the overflow. I'm ready for the rushing mighty wind. I'm ready for that. Lord, you bless me. Does anybody in the house here this morning feel empty? Or are you all full? Do you have a need this morning? Do you have a need this morning? Bring it to the provider. And let him provide for your need. He may have five and two, but that's enough. Five and two is seven. Seven is a perfect number. Do you have a need this morning? Declare it unto the Lord. Declare your finances. Declare your sicknesses. Declare your situation. God is ready to do a new thing. But you have to empty out the old thing first. Empty out the tank of who you are, what you are. Empty out that first before God can refill it again with something that is new. He wants to do a new thing. Are you ready for the new thing that He wants to do within you? you? Just empty out self first. You know, John says, nevertheless, Lord, but I must decrease, Lord. I must decrease, Lord. I must humble myself, Lord, that you would be high and lifted up. 
that you would be exalted. Too much of me, Lord. I'm full of pride. I'm full of this. I'm full of that, Lord. Lord, I need to humble myself at, before you, Lord. Because, Lord, I know that whoever I am here right now, Lord, I know that one day, Lord, when I come to the altar, Lord, that my knee will bow before you and my tongue will confess to you, Lord, that there is only you there, Lord. It is only you that matters, Lord. Not me, Lord, but you, Lord. But I come here this morning, Lord, with a broken heart. I come here, Lord, this morning with an empty heart, Lord. I know my, 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 my flesh are right, Lord. I have everything that is right at home. I have everything that is right at school. I have everything that is right at work. I'm getting good money. I'm getting good education. But what about your spiritual tank? Do you have anything in your spiritual tank this morning to take you through eternity? Do you have anything this morning? Check your account. I'm getting ready to the overflow. Are you getting ready for the overflow this morning? Are you getting ready for the overflow? God is ready to do a new thing. Are you ready? Or you want to stick with the old thing? I'm getting ready for Brother Kindis to speak a word of faith into me again and, and let me on fire again. But that's two weeks away. I need my word right now. I don't want to wait for Brother Kleindis. I know he's, uh, he's prophetic. He's anointed. He's gifted. But what about now, Lord? What about now? I'm living now. I got problems now. I got situation now. I don't have any money in my pocket. I've got holes in my pocket. I need you to bless me now. Lord, let it overflow. Let it overflow. You've been waiting. You've been praying. You've been pressing in. You've been fasting. But are you ready to receive your blessing? Are you ready to receive your blessing this morning? Hey, God's got a blessing for you. Hey, God's got a blessing for you. He's got a blessing for you. You can reach out and grab it today. Our God is a blesser. Our God is a provider. Our God is a blesser. My God, your God shall supply all our needs according to his riches. Are you poor this morning? The Bible says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs are the kingdom of heaven. You may be rich in the flesh, but your spirit may be poor. But there's hope. The kingdom of God is here to give you all, all of your need, all of your need. Do you have a need this morning? All ye that labor and heavy laden, check your spiritual account this morning. If you're not living right, every man will give an account to God. I'm not going to give an account to my wife or my kids. I'm going to give it to God, my account to God. I'm accountable to God. My God, I'm accountable to Him. I'm accountable to Pastor Gratian under His ministry. Are you getting ready? Are you ready this morning? Are you ready for that rushing mighty wind? This morning, what a 
we lift our hands this morning and believe God will give us our now word. I believe God wants to speak. He's speaking to somebody. He wants to speak to you this morning. He wants to help you. He wants to provide for you. Lord Jesus, I want to speak a word of faith here this morning. Lord Jesus, I speak to your people, Lord. Lord, those that are struggling in finances, Lord. Lord, those that are struggling, Lord, in their problems and their situations, Lord. Lord, in their circumstances, Lord. Lord, some of them that their tank is empty, Lord, but they're faking it, Lord. They're faking it, Lord. They should be faking it, Lord. They should be faking it all the way, Lord, but they are faking it, Lord. Nobody can hide from you, Lord, because you are a spirit, Lord, and you see everything, Lord. You see the sparrow that falls by the wayside, Lord. You see, Lord, those that fall, Lord Jesus, Lord, and you see us here this morning, Lord. Nothing is hidden from you, Lord. Lord, you know our account with you, Lord. You know our savings with you. You know our account that we have with you Lord this morning Lord but Lord we are getting ready Lord for an overflow will you send that overflow Lord Jesus Lord we've been living for you for 20 years it doesn't matter Lord I need an overflow right now Lord if you want to receive that word with me this morning as I speak the word of faith I want you to receive by the authority of the Word of God this morning, receive your blessing. Receive your blessing this morning. You weren't ready. God told me you weren't ready. It's up to you and God now. Oh, Jesus, let it overflow. Let it overflow.